Lynn. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy and so, so, so much more. And you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this W boss lives in Cincinnati and she's an accountant and credit specialist. She transitioned from corporate America and started her very own company, helping entrepreneurs manage the financial side of their business. With her corporate background in accounting, she assists business owners by managing their business finances, organizing their personal finances, and helping them save thousands and thousands on taxes. She started her company because she believes in entrepreneurship and wants to give people of color access to a one-stop shop for financial guidance. Most entrepreneurs are talented in their field of expertise, but fall very short in the areas of finances, taxes, and business management. Her overall goal is to help bridge that gap and allow them to spend more time on what they love. So please welcome the amazing Hava Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. We're so excited to have you. If you ladies don't already know, Hawa is actually a current WMNTE of ours. So, of course, we already know Hawa. We know how amazing her business is. But we wanted to shine a light on her this week as she is also a mom boss as well. Now, before we hop into the topic this week of mom boss, consistency in business and motherhood, Hawa, give us a little bit more about yourself for the ladies listening that don't quite know you yet. Tell us all about you before we hop into the topic this week. Yeah, of course. So my name is Hawa. I was originally born in Africa. I came to America when I was younger, went to school here, went to college here. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I started my company about three years ago. That's when I met Tamani, and she's been helping me through her mentorship since the beginning. I still remember the first call <laughs> we had. We were just brainstorming ideas, and now it's so amazing to see what those three years have grown to become, what my business has turned into in those three years. So I'm so excited to be here. Yes, how it has dominated TikTok, okay? Completely dominated. <laughs> and her brand has grown so much since she joined our mentorship program. I believe you attended a masterclass of ours, if I'm not mistaken, three years mm-hmm. ago. And we've just kept in contact since then. So it's a blessing to be able to be on your journey with your growth and see how you continue to grow. So thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself as well. With that being said, what influenced and inspired you to hop into financial literacy and tax preparation for small business owners as well? That's a great question. Honestly, when I started my business, I was at a low point. I just became a mom. I was still struggling, living paycheck to paycheck. I was just like, this could not be my life. <laughs> um, so I decided to change that situation. Um, at the time, I had like a 540 credit score, and I was trying to get approved for a car. But because my credit was bad, I needed a co-signer. So that's kind of what started my entrepreneurship journey because I needed to learn how to fix my own credit. Um, I went out there, bought so many courses and invested in myself to learn the credit game. And then I've been able to improve my credit from a 540 to a 740 in like Mm. five months. And then I started helping others. And that just what grew my business um, just from me deciding that I wanted to change my situation around and helping other people do the same. 
Mm, I love that. Most times, more than not, a lot of the business that we start, ladies, are businesses that we wish were for us. And I think that when we start a business that, you know, assists us as well, you guys heard Hawa state that her credit score is a 540 and she was able to bump it up to a 740 within a matter of five months. She was able to teach herself how to get out of a hole that she was in. And now she's showing other people how to do the same. So sometimes, ladies, a lot of those business ideas that you're keeping within yourself and you're helping yourself get through certain things, sometimes other people need that as well. So don't sleep on yourself and your vision and your brand, especially if it's been helpful to you as well. So thank you for sharing that as well, Hawa. Absolutely. What encouraged you to finally take that leap of faith to officially create your own personal brand to where you knew, okay, I have to start this? Like, for example, TikTok. Your TikTok has blown up a lot um, throughout social media from you just being your authentic self, aside from being a tax preparer and assisting, you know, other entrepreneurs in the areas of financial literacy, you've been able to build a personal brand for yourself as well. So what encouraged you to finally take that leap of faith to say, okay, I have to start this personal brand to match with my business, so on and so forth? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is my why, which is my daughter. Um, A big part of being an entrepreneur and being successful in business is to create generational wealth and be able to give her the things I didn't have growing up. So I would say that's the biggest reason why I decided to become an entrepreneur in the first place. Um, to create that generational wealth and and be the person that I wish I had growing up. I say this all the time on the podcast, ladies. Sometimes you have to be the woman that you wish you had growing up as well. And sometimes you have to be that woman that you wish you had looking up to growing up because you never know how other people may need it as well. So thank you for sharing that, Hawa. So let's go ahead and hop into the topic of consistency in business and motherhood. So you ladies have heard me sit down with multiple bosses throughout the course of this entire series. And this will actually be our last episode for the series because I think it's a great ending to, um, you know, balancing business and motherhood. However, a lot of mom bosses are probably wondering, okay, I've entered motherhood and I have a business. How in the world can I stay consistent with being a mom, a stellar mom, but also a stellar businesswoman as well. So that is what the topic of this episode is going to be about today, ladies, consistency in business and motherhood. With that being said, being a mother can probably be difficult with attempting to maintain and show up for every single day. How are you able to stay consistent at this time in business? That's a great question. And it's not only being a mom, being an entrepreneur, you also have having a nine to five, having different things around you that is constantly requiring something from you. So it's definitely, definitely hard. However, um, I think being intentional about your situation, about what you want to accomplish is a great one. Because personally for me, I'm intentional about my business. I'm intentional about spending that time with my daughter. intentional about being a good employee so I personally um, set out these goals these personal goals for myself with every area of my life (laughs) the different hats that I wear throughout throughout the year um, to be able to be that person for everyone Um, so it also requires me to be better at managing my time so I set out my to-do list and set out my tasks and write out my goals Um, another thing that's helped me is setting boundaries and this is something I had to learn the hard way, especially being a business owner. Um, Sometimes I will pick up calls at 10 o'clock, pick up calls at 11 o'clock, trying to help my clients. But I had to realize that that was just not the way to properly scale a business because you can't 
call Walmart at 11 o'clock and expect to speak to a manager or not Walmart, but a corporation. Um, so I had to set boundaries because one, it was also not fair to my daughter. You know, after certain hours, this is my time to spend time with her. I had to learn to cut certain things off, such as business, um, to be able to balance things out. Now that we are in the day and age of instant gratification, being the owner of a six-figure business is normalized and seeing nothing but accomplishments as we scroll on each social media app, how are you able to stay grounded and true to your vision during this time? I love this question because it's so real and unfortunately it's something you can't get away from I think we all see all these pictures on Instagram where everybody's living the perfect life you know everybody's making these business hitting their business goals but we don't really see the behind the scenes so for me personally I struggle with comparing my journey to other people's journey especially people that I started with I'm like always okay how is this person so far ahead of me why am I not here but what I had to realize is my journey is my journey and my chapter one is going to be different from someone else's chapter 10 so it was just reflecting on how far I've come in my own journey and staying true to my vision and actually just enjoying the process. A lot of times we're always looking for the end goal, the next plan, but we're not really enjoying the journey. And I think the journey is something that we we miss out on because we're always looking for that next big thing. Mm. Nothing will steal your joy faster than the thief of comparison. And especially as we're in the day and age of instant gratification, as I said, and everyone's posting their W's and no one's posting their L's, it's very easy for us to compare ourselves to other bosses within the same industry. But please know that your journey can be different from the next. You cannot, as Hawa said, you cannot compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. A lot of the entrepreneurs that you guys look to or you know you look up to, a lot of them are on their seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth year of business, tenth year of success, and you guys have absolutely no idea what they went through years one through six or one through five, um, not knowing that they were probably once where you are. So don't let you know comparison steal your joy. Don't let comparison steal your journey away from you, making you think that your journey needs to look like someone else's because your journey is your own, and that's what makes you as a boss unique. So thank you for sharing that, Hawa. With that being said, how can other mom bosses remain or become consistent within their business during this time while also not burning themselves out due to the combined responsibilities of motherhood? Um, I would say managing your time, um, actually writing out your to-do list, setting tasks, and setting your goals. Also, taking advantage of the support system you have. Um, I know for me, I've been blessed enough to have a huge support system who helped me with not having to be everything for my daughter or not being to have to do everything for my daughter at all times. I know I can always count on someone else to help me in certain things that I may not be able to do right at that time, maybe because I'm at work or maybe because I'm, you know, working on my business. So I would say take advantage. If you're fortunate enough to have a support system and people that are willing to help you, take advantage of it. Because that's something that I struggle with as well because I wanted to be there, wanted to be that super mom that does it all. But I had to realize it's just not possible at times. Another thing I was going to say too is include your kids in your business. I know a lot of times we feel like we have to choose or we, we can't take 
make our kids to work with us. We can't do certain things. I personally make TikToks, as, as Tomani mentioned. <laughs> and a lot of my TikToks are inspired by my daughter. Sometimes she will scroll through TikTok and find a credit video or a tax video, and she will send it to me. You know, include your kids in your vision in the business that you're building. Surprising, You'll be surprised at how much they can be just as passionate about it as you are to help you get there even faster. So you'll see some of my TikTok videos include her, including financial literacy videos with her, and she enjoys it just as much as I do. So never underestimate the fact that they may be interested in what you do. Just give them that opportunity. Definitely. And I remember when we were actually talking about this and how I was saying it was actually important to include, you know, your personal life within your within your brand as well, because you guys probably don't realize a lot more people and a lot more consumers and a lot more of your customers, potential customers as well and potential clients. They actually want to see your life behind the scenes. Sometimes that includes your child helping you pack orders. Sometimes that includes your daughter or your son popping in and out of your TikToks and videos. People love seeing stuff like that because it's relatable so many people are parents and trying to balance this motherhood and 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 mom boss thing and you know maybe going through the same difficulties as you don't feel afraid to include your children as well because from the outside looking in me personally I love seeing stuff like that whenever I see Hava's daughter popping on a TikTok I'm like automatic like automatic like (laughs) so definitely include your babies as much as possible Now, as a boss trying to maintain, your brand will continue to grow to the point where you have to prepare for bumps in the road before they even get there. How can mom bosses create a safety net in their business to potentially prevent having to bounce back from losses, Hawa? Ooh, I think losses are part of the game, honestly. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without some of the L's I had to take to get here. Um, so embrace it. You know, fell forward. You're going to make mistakes in business. You're going to mess up, you know, and, and that's just part of the game. So just embrace it. Also, I would say take calculated risk, you know. For me, I am, I'm an entrepreneur. I feel like all entrepreneurs take risk. But me being an entrepreneur and being a mother, a lot of times I have to think twice, you know, because it's not whatever decision I'm making is not just going to impact me. I have someone that's also depending on me. So that's definitely something that I would, you know, say take into consideration as well. Um, also, invest in yourself. Investing in myself is what got me to this point. Investing in mentors like Tamani and many other mentors that I've invested in has helped me take Take some, take away some of the L's that I would have taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like mentors are the shortcut to success. So investing in yourself, investing in your business, even investing in yourself can just be hiring help. You know, knowing when it's time to to get an a VA knowing when to include systems in your business. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be just, you know, investing in mentors. It could just be something as small as hiring the help that you need to give you that time freedom for you to spend time with your kids. Are there any resources you've used throughout your motherhood journey that have been helpful in assisting you to stay consistent within your brand as a mom boss as well? Um, yeah, I read a lot of books, um, listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm constantly, constantly learning. Um, I, I always say as 
part of being an entrepreneur is learning. You always have to learn. Um, so for me, it's been replacing entertainment with education. So that means I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not where I want to be. <laughs> I'm learning this, I'm taking this course, I'm investing in this mentorship. So constantly learning. Um, and sometimes too, little books, like a little $10 book from Amazon can make a huge difference. Um, one book I remember reading while I was going through this journey, being a mom, first time mom was The Five Love Languages of Children. So I'm sure you read the book, The Five Love Languages um, for your partner, but there's also one for children. And it's so interesting because sometimes we don't think that kids have love languages, but they do just like we do. So having to learn to love my daughter the way she wants to be loved. And this is something that I actually learned just from reading a book. So there's a lot of resources out there, podcasts, YouTube University, <laughs> but that can definitely help you with, with learning what has been the most challenging thing you faced thus far with maintaining consistency within your business as a businesswoman and mother at the same time um one of the things that i've struggled with is that parenting guilt um so for me i tend to struggle with feeling like oh i'm not spending enough time with my daughter on days where i'm working on my business or i'm traveling for a business i have this guilt i don't know if it's just me <laughs> but i struggle i'm like I hope she understands that I'm on this journey for her. Mm. I hope she understands that I'm making these sacrifices for her. Although I do have those conversations with her and she's so understanding. Um, but I do want to also get to that next level in my life so that I can have that time and freedom to really give her all the time that I, I, I know she needs from me. What do you think are the main key factors in consistency and growth in business, Hawa? Um, the main factors in consistency and business growth, I would say time management. Mm. Um, that's a big one. No, knowing when it's mommy time, knowing when it's time for business is great. Um, this will also come with, you know, sometimes doing a reality check. What are you spending your time on? What are you doing with your free time? What could you be doing um, to either be a better parent or be a better entrepreneur? Um, investing in yourself, like I mentioned, I am a huge advocate for mentorship. Investing in yourself, it has the best reward. Um, delegation is also a good one. Knowing your strengths and weaknesses, especially as an entrepreneur, we all wear many hats, but some things we're just not as great at as someone else. So if I can pay someone to do the things that I hate doing in my business, I would much rather do, and do that than stress over something that I just don't enjoy doing in my business. The delegation will be a good one as well. Delegation is probably the top one for me. Um, a lot of people don't actually understand how important delegation is. We will probably have all these tasks on our to-do list as a boss, not knowing that we can hand off some of these small tasks to our team members or to our VA or to our assistant, et cetera, et cetera. And ladies, please know that as we're entering this next level up, as I've you know been saying throughout this entire season thus far, i.e. this season being called the level up, in order to get to your next level, you have 
have to be able to understand that you cannot run yourself thin, okay? As you're entering these new seasons, these new successes, these new conferences that you want to speak at, X, Y, and Z, these new rooms you're being invited to, please know that in order to get to your next level, you need someone with you as well. Whether it's one person, two people, three people, you guys need someone on your team. Amazon wasn't built with just Jeff Bezos, okay? Empires weren't built. Beyonce's legacy wasn't built with just her. There's always a very major team behind these really important people that you guys see maybe in the media or women bosses that you guys look up to, mom boss that you guys look up to. They always have a community behind them, which is why I've been stressing the importance of having a community behind you as well. So don't feel afraid to reach out to your family and friends like, hey guys, I have an event this weekend and I really need some help. Or can one of my friends, you know, answer to some of these emails if you guys aren't really in the position to hire help as well, start outsourcing. Ask your friends, ask your family, ask people that are close to you to see if they'd be able to help you out as well. Rome wasn't built in a day, as they like to say. So please know that delegation, learning delegation, how to, you know, hand out certain tasks, that takes time as well too, guys. Last but not least, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the W Mom bosses listening on ways that they can boss up throughout their bouncing back process that they may currently be facing due to, you know, all the restrictions of COVID being lifted up or may face in the near future? Have a big why. Like, my why is what has kept me going. My why is the reason I get out of bed every day on days I don't feel like it. Have a big why outside of just yourself. My why just happened to be my daughter and the generational wealth that I want to build, the life I want to give her. Time freedom, I want to have to spend more time with her. So your why has to be greater than just you. Um, Celebrate your small wins. A lot of times, we're like I mentioned, we're always looking for the next big things, and we don't sit down and just reflect on how far we've come. You know, just hiring your first VA, that's an accomplishment. Making your first $10,000 in business, that's an accomplishment. So always celebrate yourself, celebrate your small wins, because if nobody's going to do it, you got to do it yourself. Um, Investing yourself, like I mentioned. Um, Also manage your finances and credit. So I can give you guys a little gem about credit. As mom bosses, you can help your children build credit. And a great way to do that is to add them as authorized users on your credit card. So if you have a credit card that's in great standing, if your kid is even five years old, depending on the bank, you can add your kids on your card as an authorized user. What this does is it helps them build credit. A lot of us, we don't start learning about credit or we don't start building credit until we're 18, 19 years old. But if you're child can be 18 years old and have perfect credit because of the work that you've done as the parent you've done a great job so definitely invest in your credit take care of your credit so that your kids don't have to start where you started because i know for me at 18 i know nothing about credit i actually messed up my credit but it would have been great to be able to take advantage of um things like authorized user or adding your kids as on a loan with you to help them build that history because that's very important she just gave you guys some gems okay (laughs) especially if you have children add them on that card okay if you have a 700 score your baby should too i love that thank you for sharing that hava yes so last but not least before you go what's next for yourself and your brand and where can our ladies been listening find you as far as your website socials etc etc give us everything so my 
my Instagram is simply underscore Hawa, which is H-A-W-A, which is where I'm at the most. I'm also on TikTok. You can find me there as well. Um, I do drop a lot of easy to understand credit and tax videos just because I feel like financial literacy is so important and I'm a huge advocate for it. I want everybody around me to have good credit. I want everybody around me to understand taxes. So if you're interested in things like that, definitely check out my page for some tips on that. Um, what's next for me to continue to grow my business? I'm also working on creating a book with my children, my daughter so she can be a co-author with me on the book and work on some financial literacy flashcards. So those are things that I'm working on because as we, as we talk about passing down things and creating generational wealth, we want to pass down things like businesses, you know, good credit, you know. So those are things that I'm working on right now with my daughter. Yes, love that. Oh, Children's Book for Financial Literacy. Oh my goodness, we need that within the community. Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon, Hala. Thank you so much for dropping so many gems. As you ladies know, she is a current WMNT, so it was a pleasure to finally have her on our podcast. Thank you ladies so much once again for tuning in to our podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any podcast listening platform there is we are on. Thank you ladies so much once again for tuning in and you ladies will hear me next week. Peace.